As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I love it. I was just making sure we were recording that. What is up, guys? Jason and Emily here. This is Jason Lanier Unfiltered. Tell them where we are. We're in the middle of mother-freaking-nowhere. Yeah. We are in the uh, Salton Sea getting watched by a serial killer. Uh, old man, McGee, over there. He's in this trailer from the 1950s, and every time Emily comes out, she has this you know, pheromone aphrodisiac that she puts out. And this guy comes and watches her and is creepy as hell because we literally, guys, we wave to him and everything. We're probably 20 feet from him. He just looks at us. It's straight out of a movie. He just looks at us like, I'd like to eat you. Like I'm going to hang you on my wall. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to do a taxidermy special with you, Emily. Gross. (laughs) If he would have waved, it would have been better. Yeah. That would have... He's trying to figure out how to slash your tires right now. Yeah, now he's... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah! That's the barbed wire you just threw out. Yeah, he, he's a run over. <laughs> this is a real thing for you guys watching. It's it's a really epic backdrop behind us. You can see how crazy it is. We're out here at the Salton Sea because we're preparing to do um, the first workshop for 2019, mm-hmm. which is the uh, advanced lighting course. Uh, we're doing it next week. And so what we wanted to do is come out here and do some pre-shooting, pre-scouting. If you're watching the, the video cast versus the podcast, for the podcast listeners, let me describe this 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 beautiful creature sitting next to me. She's created this outfit that is just stunning and, and, and Emily never ceases to amaze me. But she's she created like a seashell um I know we use the term goddess a lot for your shoots, but that's the way I think you we always put these together you know what i mean you always look like you'd be like a superhero movie goddess like coming out and like your aquaman's queen or something Mm, you know what i mean you You look amazing and so she put she went and bought all these shells i'll let her describe it in a little bit but again for those watching you can see just what a wonderful job she did we just got done shooting which is why she's wearing this but uh, for those listening she has beautiful um and by the way, you can go to jasonlinear.com slash podcast to see pictures of all of this. Um, I have um, like a white overcoat. It's essentially like a like a swim swimsuit top that you'd wear over um, your bathing suit. I snagged that from Marshall's. It had a hole in it, so I got it for like half off, which was excellent. Score. Yeah. I mean, I was like, hey, there's a hole in there. I pretended like, I pretended like I was sad about it, but really I knew that we'd just destroy this gown anyways <laughs> yeah it's actually a great tip anybody you know if you're doing photography get stuff for cheap and then just fix it in photoshop that little snag 
I can easily just clone something over and it's gone. But I figured, totally, and I figured we'd get it dirty or whatever, so I was like, eh, tatter, tattered be- works. can't imagine why you would believe that. <laughs> but, um, uh, it's the way we roll. Way of the road. And uh, then I went on to Letgo, as per usual. I found a ton of cool stuff. I got this little netted scarf. Um, it was $5. Some local girl in San Diego picked it up. Um, and, and I it also... looks like a net like for a fisherman. Yeah, and, yeah, but it's really, really soft. I was kind of surprised about the consistency um, in case like we went... In case we were going to get wet and go into the water, because it is cotton, it's not like a net. Although it looks like a net, it's not totally, but the material right now, it's it's good. It's working for us. Um, it's like a soft cotton. I've, I also found a ton of shells on Letgo. Um, I figured it'd be much cheaper than going to Michael's and buying them. So that was cool. I could put some holes in them. Um, and I had sewn that, or excuse me, I, t- I tied a ton to the to the netted scarf. In addition to, like, fabric that I, like, cut up and some beads. Um, and then I, I made this awesome little headpiece. And it is. It's beautiful. So, I don't know if you guys remember. It's, like a, it's almost like a, like I said, like a seashell crown. And it was, thank you. Yeah. And it was the first headpiece I, like, really, like, like intricate and detailed headpiece I ever attempted to make. Um I had left over that burlap bag wrap that we used for the Gator Goddess shoot, um, and that was the base. And then I had, I, I found these like burlap bag placemats. I don't know why I was. I bought a lot of this burlap bag crap, but they were like placemats, and Maybe I cut them out. Like potato sacks. Yeah, I must like potato sacks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but I don't either. burlap bags are what I think of when I think of, or potato sacks are what I think of when I think of burlap bags. So I cut out this like round placemat and then I bunched it all up and I was able to glue and sew different shells and fabric. And so this headpiece is really made up of three different um, chunks of fabric because it's, it's pretty heavy. It, it wouldn't have been able to hold all in one chunk, but I was able to roll it up nicely and, and kind of just sew the three different chunks onto there. Um, it was really cool and I'm really happy with it. Yeah, you did an amazing job. Thank you. And one thing I would tell photographers out there, one of the main reasons that we share some of this information is what we want to encourage photographers to do is get out there and be creative. You know, I'll give Emily a budget and or she'll just go do stuff and then send me a, a bill. And then we'll uh, put a co- she'll put a costume together. I'll give her some ideas, and then um, together we just make it come together. Yeah. And and you do such an incredible job, and and uh, you know, guys, find find a muse out there. You know, if you're a photographer, find a muse. Emily's my first muse. I'm thrilled to have her, and it, it really changes your work because you can try new things and. As I mentioned earlier, one of the reasons we're out here at the Salton Sea is because we're getting ready for next week, and part of getting ready was to do a shoot. And so she's dressed like this because we were shooting today, got some amazing shots, some of the, if not the favorite shots I've ever taken. Yeah. They're uh, and, beautiful. And, uh, you know, guys, if you haven't been out in Salton Sea, I'm going to ask Emily, she'll give us a little bit of a history on it, but this place is nuts. Anytime you tell a non photographer that you're coming out to the Salton Sea, what do they say, Emily? Ugh. My roommate, she was like, Ugh, why are you going there? Most of the time I hear, why? Yeah. <laughs> and so, but if you're a photographer, you come out here like, oh my gosh, this place is amazing. It's, it's beautiful. It I is. love the pastels. It's and, so and, desolate. And just looking to our left, I mean, if you look at it, 
you've got this it's it's a mirage but it's not a mirage it's like a it sounds funny to say it's a real mirage you've got you've got beautiful water everywhere and mountains and it's so hazy it's all the same light blue hue and just still sorry (laughs) so i did some research this morning um and was learning a little bit more about it and so basically the salton sea um it's this valley that is significantly below sea level and it was made pretty much by accident so there's a canal from the colorado river um that diverts water to some agricultural area of the imperial valley Mm -hmm. and that overflowed and resulted in the salton sea and it has a, I guess, being like a sea with no outlet or channel, the level of salt is like extremely high. So the toxicity levels are through the roof. Um, this was in like 1905. Um, it was still good. People, you know, it became a big booming resort by like 1920. They added fish. I read they had like the freshwater fish couldn't make it, so they added saltwater fish. Those couldn't make it either. And by like the 80s, the only thing that could make it could be like dinosaurs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and by the 80s, um, they're like, okay, don't go here. Don't swim in it. So yeah. it's, it's and there's like algae bloom. So it is, it is pretty stinky. Um, there's lots of broken up shells and lots of like dead fish, dead fish bones. bones. The, and that's why I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. It <laughs> really is beautiful. Kind of place. My kind of place. Photographer Haven. <laughs> and I've shot out here many times. I can say the shoot we did today is by far my favorite. Oh. By far. You. I'm so happy that you found a perfect spot to use um, this headpiece. We're thinking somewhere like locally, our kind of local, San Diego, Oceanside. But this is like, this is really awesome. Yeah, this takes it up a, a couple levels for sure. Yeah, well worth it. So we came out here Very to shoot. Still. We came out here to shoot. Um, I shot a lot of different lenses today. 13518, 8514, G Master, 13518, Sony A mount with the LAEA4 adapter, all on the A7R3, shot with a 35. It's so cute. Emily always smiles when I start speaking real techy (laughs) stuff. She loves it. The minute I start talking like this, Glass, I can see her face. She starts to smile more and more and more. She loves it. Anyway, but we we shot with that. Um, All natural light today. Yeah. All natural light. And, I was uh, like, ugh. He's like, do you know who you're talking to? I'm like, fine. <laughs> I'm like, but please. He's like, just let's do it natural. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, you did. You gave me some grief. And you're I'm like, like, come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah, she did that. And then I'm like, do you know who you're talking to? You don't think I can get good shots of you? And she's like, oh, yeah, you can. <laughs> and, and were the shots not ridiculous? Oh, they're incredible. There's this old pier looking thing. It's, it is an old pier dock. And uh, we shot all over that. Emily really was stretching her modeling uh, juices, so to speak, where she was balancing on one yeah. leg. And Yeah, yeah. I'm not like a, you know, I have a very, very, very short modeling career, and it's only been with Jason. And so just being able to stretch outside my comfort zone, try new things, balance poses like yoga, dancer type things, um, that all that's pretty new to me, but I was really grateful that you helped guide me to find really good stuff because because that's the direction I really want to go toward. However, you know it just takes practice. So what does he do? He puts me on some like <laughs> like small wooden post and 
I'm like, like all right, call, let's do this it. Call him from the 1950s. <laughs> yeah, and we're like, okay, get on your toes, girl. <laughs> and she did. She rocked it. And then I'm on like, top there's of that, like, and, I, and there's hardly enough surface area for both my feet. <laughs> and on top of that, I'm like, hey, why don't you balance on one foot, <laughs> put your leg up, and pretend to drink paint water? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so, God, and then we, we we shot all that. Then we went down to this little boat. The boat that was like, and those were my favorites. Me too. I mean, I loved all the shots, but those were my favorites. And we'll share we'll share some oh, of the podcasts yeah. you guys watch them. But those were amazing. I was so happy with her. And and and, and again, the the takeaways that I want you guys to take uh, as a photographer and as a model, if you're listening as a model but as a photographer, finding someone that you can shoot with and get to a certain level of comfort with, where you can try new poses. Like, you know, just, just trying new stuff and feeling comfortable. Like, hey, Emily, try this. And she did this pose, and we'll share the shot today. We did this pose with her hand, and she pointed out, and it was it was one of the, my favorite shots I've ever, ever taken. It's just beautiful. And we, we experimented together, and it was a beautiful shot. And the, the coloring and the lighting and, and uh, you know, one thing I, I've said many times, and I'll continue to say until I stop shooting is if you can shoot natural light do it and when i came out here and i saw we had, i had all sorts of lights in my truck but i'm like when i saw that the sun was there it was diffused and you, even if you guys are looking at us now you can see the quality of light in the video cast you'll understand why i shot at natural light it was just absolutely beautiful so we finished the shoot came back and uh what happened oh <laughs> the car got or the SUV got stuck. It sunk. It sunk. It sunk in this sloppy, filthy, Agent Orange-infested orange <laughs> sand. Oh, my goodness. Agent and, Orange asbestos <laughs> sand. I love it. <laughs> and, uh, well, we're like, okay, let's... Well, we try a different, a few different um, things, like putting it in reverse, you know, drive, trying to rock it out. Oh, I'm going to have to dig this whole damn car out. And then we get out of the car like, okay, something's wrong. The driver's, the front driver's side tire was like a foot off the ground. Yep, yep, yep. The back passenger tire had sunk into the sand during the shoot. Um, so Jason finds... Was, some, hey, pardon, go ahead. It was um, bottomed out. Oh, yeah. It was that far down. It was insane. We're like, okay. I'm like, all right, so now what do we do? And well, we found So she some... starts recording. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we got to record. She goes, it's so cute. She's like, we got to record. I said, scratch. You mean, I'll dig the car out and you'll record, which is exactly what happened. I'm like, okay. So we find some uh, driftwood and we're going to use that. Yeah, use that to uh, help dig out the car and serve to put underneath the the rear passenger side tire. And about 90% of my way of digging the car out, a guy from Samaritan. From Canon, no less. A man shows up in an SUV and says, hey, you need some help? And he pops out of the truck and he's wearing a Canon shirt. And I'm mm-hmm. like, do you work for Canon? Yep. The irony. You gotta love the irony. Totally. And so he pulled us out. He did. Super nice. And we were, otherwise, we wouldn't even be here recording this podcast right now. I mean, we could have recorded the podcast from a stuck truck. Well, don't worry. The footage will go into uh, the podcast, or at least the stills. It's hilarious. So, it was rich. <laughs> it was rich. So we've had a great time. I mean, it, it's crazy. It's um, this is like uh, 
we just got back from Cuba like four days ago. Mm-hmm. You know, the last podcast we recorded from Cuba. In Vinales. Be- in Vinales. And before we did that, uh, or after we did that podcast, we had two days left in uh, Vinales. And we went on a horseback ride that was amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, this is I the tobacco country. Mm-hmm. Most people what? said it was a favorite part of their trip. Oh, it was so cool. I had a horse. His name was Denny. Just <laughs> like the restaurant. Denny. He was my bud. Um, Jason rode tequila. Which is hilarious, considering I've never had any. So Denny and tequila trotting around. They were good to us. Denny Denny was a abuelito. <laughs> <laughs> Which means a grandpa. He, he would get tuckered out every now and again. He needed a little... Uh, a little whip in the booty, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it was so cool. We went, we went throughout um, this beautiful farm that housed tobacco fields. Um, there was sugar cane there, mangoes, guava to make rum, and even coffee. Yeah, it, it was, was pretty, an pretty amazing intense. farm. And uh, we went there, and uh, everybody, everybody that wanted to, was able to partake in some of the tobacco. Yeah, they um we got to see how a, a cigar was rolled and and processed. Um it was really cool just even from the leaf like they ripped out this one part that had too much nicotine and they threw it in this pile and you know then used other parts of the leaf and it was just so cool to see that process. Um we yeah, obviously they, couldn't smoke the one that was just rolled cuz it needed to be dried, but once they were dried, they they got some out for us and they dipped it in honey. And then you like put the the end with honey in your mouth if you want to partake. And the guy wanted my shirt. <laughs> yeah, he did. Just <laughs> asking me, hey, can I have your shirt? And I'm like, no, I love your shirt. And I'm like, I kind of like it too. I'd prefer not to write out shirtless. Yeah, right. So anyway, we we got shooting. We did an epic shoot. And then Miss Emily impromptu, too, nonetheless. Yeah, it's very impromptu, Miss Emily. Just rocks this freaking cigar, and uh, the wildest part is Jason um, shot a little bit more narrow. F five, baby. Yeah, it was F five. <laughs> yeah. Um, tobacco fields behind us. Lighting was superb. Again, it was natural light. Um, and I was leaning against a dry house. Yep, a dry house. Uh, we did it with two different ways. We did it with a uh, a diffuser. And we did it with uh, natural light. Mm-hmm. Um, shot this is smoke coming out of Emily's mouth, and she would, she would take it, but not in. Correct me if I'm mistaken, but she, you wouldn't inhale it. You would just let the, or exhale right. it. You would just let it, just just both with, walk too. Out of your mouth. I honestly, I wouldn't inhale or exhale. Like when I say in, like yes, I'm sucking it and holding it in my mouth, but I would just hold it in my mouth, and not then it would the just lungs. roll out. Yeah, I mean, obviously, something to get into your lungs, but. For the most part, I just kind of would let it pool in my mouth and would just open it and the wind would let it roll out. If I were to use any, like, force, um, you know, inhaling it, it's not good. But the smoke becomes absorbed inside you and it's not as thick Hmm. um, as it was, thick and soft, coming out. The other other thing, and and for people listening, we posted a shot and someone on Instagram was like... I can't believe you're condoning cigarette, cigar smoking. And I'm like, guys, we're adults. If it's legal and you want to do it, mother freaking do it. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Yeah, no. And I, I wanted to. And so... It's like, this will be awesome. 
I'm in Cuba smoking a hand-rolled Cuban cigar. In Vinales, no Yeah, in Vinales, the place it was made. Of course I'm going to do that. And so, (laughs) for you guys who don't know, that's how long. Of course (laughs) I'm going to do it. Of course I'm going to do that. So, (laughs) one point of advice that I would give to photographers out there, if you happen to find yourself doing a smoking shot, what she said is actually pretty critical because when people blow, and I'm not trying to be funny or anything else right now, but when people blow out smoke they're going to purse their lips. That's not a look that you want. So what you'll end up finding is if somebody actually, yeah, you just saw it for on the video cast, you saw Emily do it. Um, people go like this, bring it in, and, and then it never looks right. And then they'll try to smile or do something with their mouth. What Emily did was perfect because she would get it in, she would take that smoke in, and then just, and then she would pose her mouth and just let the smoke do whatever it wanted. And mm-hmm. it just, it just sifted out. It was, it was fantastic. Um, like Emily said, the most insane part of it, I was uh, shooting pretty narrow down. Um, <laughs> and why was that? Well, I wanted to include more of the background. You know, you're sitting there in Vinales. The last, totally. last thing you want to do is shoot that thing at 1.4 and completely miss the background. There's um, a story to be told. There is a story to be told. Shot a different number. That with a number of different lenses. Shot that with 85.14. But I also shot a lot with the 100mm STF. I don't know what it is about that 100 millimeter STF lens, but every time I go to Cuba, it's just a winner for me. Part of it is because of the fact that it also serves as a macro. Yeah, I was gonna say, give us some pros and cons. So pros, it serves as a macro. A smooth transfocus lens gives you the ability to get very excellent bokeh at very narrow down apertures, which means you can incorporate more of the background, but still have amazing bokeh. The downfall to the 100 millimeter STF lens is that it has a T value of 5.6, so it has a bokeh value, an aperture f-stop value of uh, f2.8, but a T-stop value of 5.6. So what does that mean, guys? All lenses have an f-stop value and a T-stop value. Your f-stop value is how it's going to render your bokeh, okay? And it's how it's gonna render the out-of-focus area, Mm -hmm. okay? A T-stop value is the transmission, so it's the transmission value. It's the light that transmits through the lens onto the sensor, okay? So with a T-stop value, you may have a uh, uh, 1.4 lens. A typical 1.4 lens will have a T-stop value about 1.6, 1.7. It's actually very, very, very rare, if not impossible, that a lens has a matching F-stop and a T-stop value. So what's really cool is that um, if you understand that, um, you can actually start to manipulate your lenses and decide what's going to be best. And you can easily Google the T-stop value on any one of your lenses, guys, and it will just show you online. It's super easy to, to, to see. But what you need to know if you're shooting with the 100mm STF is while it will give you the background blur bokeh performance of a 2.8, it's going to give you the light value, the ability to shoot in low light value of a 5.6 which means it's not good in low light excellent for daytime shots excellent for that kind of stuff it's a specialty lens for those who want the best bokeh in the world but and by the way guys bokeh is not blur that, that's a big misconception out there bokeh is how your how the objects in the background that are circular how they are rendered that's bokeh it's not out of it's not the out of focus but just understand that so again one of the one of the things i've challenged emily as my protege is very simple i've told her look i've gone through and mastered probably 50 lenses 
And so your job is to now master these same 50 lenses. To which Emily says, sure, give me the lenses. <laughs> I like the 35. Yeah, she loves the 35, just like I fell in love with it. And she... I said I didn't like the 70 to 200. He said that's blasphemous. Yeah. <laughs> if she was a man, I would have slapped her. It's a little heavy. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a beautiful lens. That is <laughs> yes, a, yes, when yes. She said I that hardly me, know what I'm talking when about. When she said that to me, I literally said, Emily, that is blasphemous. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the good news for her is because I've given her that challenge, then she has the right to say, oh, I'm just going to raid your lens box. And she does. But, uh, but Dibs. Dibs. But, uh, but yeah. I typically so, go for the 11 to 24 Canon. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, she's been going home with the 12 to 24 Sony and she keeps asking me for that, that, uh, that's Sony, or the, for the Canon, Canon lens. <laughs> but no, uh, great time. Um, we we left Vinales and then went back to uh, to Havana for one night. Mm-hmm. The group wanted to do one more shoot. It wasn't on the schedule, but I wanted to. They're like, hey, we know it's not on the schedule. It's supposed to be a free night. And Emily and I are like, hey, we'll screw the free night and we'll do a shoot. Yeah, they want they wanted an epic car shoot. So we were walking on the way to the Feria, which is the area where they do... Like a market. It's the biggest marketplace for tourists, I mean, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went down there, and uh, on the way there, I heard music, and I look inside, and I see a garage. You're like, whoa. And everyone looks at me, and I'm like, watch this. We're going in. And I walk right in there, and I said, hey, man, this is awesome. We go in there. There's a, It's this old freaking 19, uh, a garage out of the 1900s. Just completely what you would imagine, and we're gonna share some pics in this. But um, there's this 1951 Chevy in there, and it, it was pink and it was beautiful. And there was a tire off it there, working on the tire, working on the brakes. Just total greasy area. And I walk up to the guy and I'm like, "Dude, I love your garage." Uh, it's about three o'clock in the mm-hmm. afternoon. I said, "We're gonna come back here at five o'clock, and we'd love to shoot, and I can compensate you for this." How much would you charge? And he he was very smart, and he said. Whatever you feel would make you happy. <laughs> and of course, it's a, it's a smart answer. So I'm like, okay, sounds good. So uh, we went shopping. We got some outfits. <laughs> I got Emily outfits, uh, Guayavera. Mm-hmm. Which is like, uh, I only laugh because um, Fernando, the gentleman who owned the garage. Sucre. Yeah, Fernando Sucre. He told us that um, that Guay- Guayavera mm-hmm. um, was a very formal dress. <laughs> and we just giggled because we got it very dirty. Yeah, we did Classic. not treat it very formal. <laughs> and, uh, He's like, do you know what you're wearing? This is like a really, really nice formal dress. Sure. <laughs> We're like, perfect. Keep it authentic. So we go and we go and um, we we got Emily a um, the Guayabera. Mm-hmm. Um, Ha- we found we found a sun hat which had a pink bow on it. We ripped the bow off, and she wore that on top. And Bobby pinned it to my head. We'll use the hat for later. Um, it's a cute hat. Um, some jewelry, necklace, earrings. Yep, bracelet. We wanted everything from that marketplace. We wanted it to be um, an authentic experience, and she had pink heels. Mm-hmm. Anything? And else? I had some. I was looking for. So a lot of the women in Cuba wear these really, really pretty. And I guess like eccentric um, stockings, and I was looking. Ah, yeah. I was re- I was looking for those. They didn't sell them at the market, but I had I had a pair of my own. Um, they worked. It would have been really nice to to find some that they wear. They're so beautiful. Yeah, it they're like fishnets with really pretty designs in them, like roses and all different cool stuff. Yeah, they worked out awesome. Mm-hmm. And so we went and shot and um, just tore it up. 
Yeah, first thing Jason did. So there's like a like a light shining down on the car, like a large garage light. Of course, it's this like ugly orange hue. We Jason gets a ladder, crawls on up there, um, takes out the bulb, and tapes in a Neo two. I wrote a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it was genius because <clears throat> I didn't like the tone that it was putting out, and I wanted the shot of. I wanted the. I didn't want that light to be dead because mm-hmm. we needed that light as part of our part of our ambience in totally. in the uh, in the pictures, and so I took. I yeah. I taped. I used some uh, gaffers tape that our videographer Andrew had. Taped Genius. the ro- t- taped the Rotolite Neo Two in there on a ladder that was built for Moses. And uh, <laughs> and seriously, guys, I mean, we had like five people holding it to make sure I didn't fall. Emily's singing Stand By Me next to me, uh, hoping that I don't die. And uh, only because she still has to master those 50 lenses. Regardless, throughout the, um, the shoot in the garage, Jason really emphasized... Um, doing like a like a 180 360 around the car to find the best angle or just to see what angles you know you really like because it's so easy to get it so absorbed in just the straight on front shot of the car that it'd probably be easy to lose sight of everything awesome that's going around it yeah i'm glad you brought that up i told that to the attendees too when we first got there they were they were fixated with the car and uh so the first thing I did was even before setting up all the lights I went and I did I shot Emily on all four sides of the car mm-hmm. shot you inside the car mm-hmm. and then I shot you in the mechanics area where the tub and all that utility closet was yep <clears throat> because why are you laughing <laughs> because I was going to say all the filth because there was like a ton of oil and stuff that we yeah and this got chick, a little dirty this chick is such and a trooper I she's asked pouring, for it <laughs> she's pouring you know Fidel Castro's Cuban oil on her <laughs> From the 1950s. <laughs> For real. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it just, it turned out really well, but. And I couldn't get it on me fast enough. I was so ready to get dirty. And a uh, key thing, he was like, no, clean to dirty. So you have to get all your clean shots first. You know, my stockings weren't ripped yet. But I was kind of like, can I rip them yet? Can I rip them yeah, yet? Yeah, can I yeah. get dirty now? So, yeah, no. and then and last but not least, she freaking at my direction but she crawls under the car and she comes crawling out like this mechanic goddess and i think all the guys in the <laughs> mechanic garage, grudge <laughs> all, yeah all the guys in the garage the cubans they almost had a heart attack they'd never seen a woman <laughs> under the car doing that no we've had an amazing time cuba was amazing and uh, we can't wait to go back we're doing more travel excursions uh, we're going to be doing some. We're going to be doing one in Africa. Yeah, pimp in July. those workshops. Pimp those workshops. Uh, pimp, 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 <laughs> pimp, pimp, pimp. No, but for reals, listen. But we're uh, <laughs> we're going to be going to. Uh, we have some exciting news too. We're going to be doing some shoots for some of our sponsors around the world. Going to some crazy places, guys. We're very excited about that. We're talking like Cambodia and temples and. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Obviously, we love that kind of crap. Yeah. And we have some really some really fun stuff coming up that we're excited to share with all of you. So stay tuned for that. JasonLinear.com slash 2019 and or com slash register. All right. Really quickly, YouTube comments. This is from the 300 video. Chris Lang said, How are you getting your strobes to fire so fast? My 600 Explorer takes around one second to cycle. Chris Lang, here's your answer. Thank you. Thanks for <laughs> I was waiting out. for you to laugh. 
Thanks for setting that up for me. It's simple. You have to turn your flash power down. You have to turn those lights down, usually to about 1 16th or 1 32nd of a power to be able to really crank out that recycle time. Um, and, you know, as you guys know, I, I, I do use Rotolite a lot. Those were, That was a Godox 8600 Pro, um, which did a really good job. However, um, for those who don't know, well, you wouldn't know unless you were there, it didn't hit on every shot. It hit on maybe, you know, right. 60, 70% of the shots. Um, the Rotolites will hit on 100%, but the Rotolites aren't as powerful, so you have to find that balance is really what it boils down to. But... But uh, in my opinion, just to be honest with everybody watching, listening, mark my words, LED flash. Make my words, Ricky. <laughs> LED flash is the way of the future. There will be a day in time that is not too far away where LED flash will be the uh, only thing that people will want to use. The sun's going down. It is? So until next time. <laughs> Do we have any more comments? Yeah, yeah. Bad Boy Rico. This is... <laughs> Ooh, Bad Boy Rico. This is in regard to your recent wedding video with Kai and Miriam. All right. Bad Boy Rico says, as always, great video. You've helped me in more ways than you could possibly imagine. Thank you, Bad Boy. Your videos alone have improved my photography and confidence to great lengths, and I thank you for that. Thanks, Rico. Any chance on some Lightroom editing videos? Sure. It's Patreon. definitely a weak point for me. Thanks again, and keep them coming. Patreon.com slash Chase Linear Photography. We do all of our Lightroom uh, Photoshop editing videos on Patreon.com slash Chase Linear Photography. If you guys want to learn online with us, you can do that. Sign up today. Bad, bad, bad. Bad, bad, bad boy Rico. <laughs> <laughs> Rico. So, um, but no, but yeah, that's that's how we do all of our editing, and, and we're we're going to be doing a lot of fun stuff this year on Patreon, a lot of fun stuff that will help people learn from all over the world, and people do ask us that, come here, come there, and we'd love to be able to come everywhere, but the truth of the matter is, there's only so much time, and so because of that, what, what we do is we provide a lot of our content online as well, so people can learn along with us. Thank you, Dr. Seuss. You're welcome. <laughs> come here, come there, come everywhere. I loved I know, it. Right? That was a little too shabby. <laughs> it worked out well. I didn't even plan that, but um, but yeah, but it's uh, we've we've had a tremendous time. Do we have anything else on our docket for the podcast? No, take a couple pictures before we lose the sun. That's a good idea. That's what she wants to do. She wants to end the podcast so we can get a few shots. No, we, that was it. Which I don't blame her because we need to. So we've had a tremendous time, Emily. You did awesome. Thank you. You did awesome, too. I'm just looking. Pimp workshops, check. <laughs> we, we covered it all. Good. Guys, we hope you've enjoyed this podcast. We hope you enjoy all of the podcasts. Please tell us what you like, what you don't like. You can go to jasonlinear.com slash podcast to, uh, to watch all of the episodes, listen to all the episodes, watch the pic- look at the pictures, the accompanying material that we attach to these, to these uh, episodes and do all that uh, just google jason Lanier, uh just google jason Lanier unfiltered itunes spreaker spotify um spreaker freaker spreaker freaker mother leaker <laughs> i'm just the mr <laughs> susan today i don't even know what that means <laughs> anyways so until next time keep shooting never give up on your dreams find a right here that works for you and remember Ooh, you got me. I did. You only have one chance to get it right. I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> I tried Bye. to switch it up. You did. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Let's shoot. Okay. Freaker leaker. <laughs> <laughs>
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 